The Abstract Athlete Podcast, where art and sports collide. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Thank you to our amazing listeners and sponsors for all the consistent support. Remember to send questions or comments to info at theabstractathlete.com. Also check out the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors Podcast, and One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandrich Podcast. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, and follow us on all of our social media platforms for updates and news. Super excited about the podcast today as I get to speak with artist, musician, entrepreneur, inventor, designer, and former Ohio University and NFL defensive back TJ Wright. Make sure to follow TJ on Instagram at TJWright underscore art and check out his website, horizonhover.com. Also, thanks to TJ for allowing us to use one of his songs for the episode. Let's welcome TJ Wright. You hear me? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> How's it going, man? Uh, it's going well. It's going well. Everything's good. What about yourself? I'm awesome. Finally, have a nice day here in in Richmond, Virginia. So cannot complain. So, um, thank you for doing this. Like, uh, I know you're on the West Coast. You're up early, ready to rock. So, um, but yeah, dude. I. Oh, by the way, I'm recording. I always start right off, right, right, right at it. So, um. I got lots of things to ask you about because to me, dude, like you're, you're exactly why we started the business. We started, you're, you know, a former football player. Um, and from what I read, you played all sports growing up. Um, you're from Texas, Beaumont, right? Yeah. Um, and you're an artist, you're a musician, you're an entrepreneur, like you're, you're an inventor. I mean, to put it out there, like for me, like, it's like, it's so cool to like read about you because you're like, have done and are doing so many, so many cool things. And so like, I definitely just want to get into all of those things. So, um, but again, man, I like, I know we just kind of met on, on Instagram a couple weeks ago and so I'm like, just super excited to have you on because I, I think your story is like incredible. So, um, well, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Pleasure to be here. So yeah, like I, you know, I I don't even know where to. I always have these problems of like where to, where to start at the beginning. But you know, like we always like to talk about that relationship between athletics and and art or creativity. And I was reading a really great article um, that I think came out last year that you did with uh, Parveen Panwar. Um, and you started, you, you said about these like relationships that I think are really interesting to me. Um, when you get, when you get done playing sports, like the benefit of being an athlete and playing sports is that kind of dedication and that you will not give up, like you'll keep working at it. And so maybe that's a place to start about how, you know, like how you became an entrepreneur, how you became an artist. Were you always like that in the you know, cause I'm sure, especially down in Texas, when you're an athlete, that's who you are. 
Um, I mean, I grew right. up, I grew up in Ohio, kind of the same thing. Like those, those States kind of have that relationship with athletes. Like that's who you're, you're, you're known what you're known as. But for me, it feels like you were always a creative person and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that came after the fact, but I'm assuming that's, that's true that you were always kind of creative growing up. Yeah, definitely. Now, yeah, so I was always creative. Uh, I think the thing that was my benefit is, uh, you know, I wasn't ever really that big. So I took my football more serious than everybody else did until I got on varsity and things started to change. So, yeah, but to that point, I was just, I guess, a regular guy, whatever. So I was always, yeah, you know what I'm saying? People like, I would have a, a good game and people would still be like, oh, you on the football team? Because how small I was, you know what I mean? Right. So, I was able to just, yeah, be my natural creative self. Um, and then as football got um, more recognition for me, yeah, then it overshadowed everything. You know, every, I, all of a sudden people wasn't paying attention. But, yeah, I was recording songs um, in the 10th grade, designing shirts and clothes in the 10th grade. So uh, probably around my sophomore year, I started to take more steps. Um, but before that, yeah, that's just kind of something we always did was – creative so we start off creative writing um yeah i think that's creative writing Man, his friend i had was in like kindergarten i was writing on a book so that's probably my earliest uh <laughs> yeah creative no, I mean, dude, like that's i like i i really relate to you because i'm i'm also a musician i'm a i'm a painter i've started a business obviously so like in in some ways like i i feel like very connected to you in terms of how you go about your life. Like, it's like, if you kind of think of something, you do it. Like there's, exactly. it does, you know, like, and I love that, like yeah. that, that kind of no holds barred. Like, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to, I'm going to start a trap band and like, we're going to do this. And, 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 and like, I just think it like, for me, it's, it's, it's really cool to like read up on you because, because of that kind of creative energy of doing different things. You know, you've started, a business you started your own uh clothing line like you're you're you put out music on on a label like you know and it's just it's it's really cool to to see for me like just from the outside because i always felt um i mean i'm older than you but i, I always felt growing up that i know i knew i was creative but i was an athlete and you're not allowed to do that <laughs> No, nah, no, exactly. No, I went through a lot of that. So I would always get like pulled to the side and giving speeches about not doing art or just focusing on football, don't do music. You know what I mean? You can do music whenever. A lot of people feel super threatened. I was going to like, I guess, quit sports. So I would, uh, it also gets you to, he's not focused label. So that'll start floating around and you're not a focused person. And you know, in sports, the last thing you want is a label. You know, any type of label is gone gonna yeah. kind of hold you back in yeah. The, yeah in other forms but i mean that kind of came with it and it affected as far as i say probably me being aggressive artistically um yeah we started a, a, a sort of rap group when we was in college man that thing almost got me kicked out of school <laughs> <laughs> well in athens yeah you, you can't get kicked out of school in man. athens shit exactly <laughs> down here rapping back in, back in back in the day like be, like before you were there like i don't know if maybe that's it was still the same way but halloween down there was absolutely insanity it was crazy insane. <laughs> i 
Yeah, shoulder to shoulder. There's nothing like it, man. <laughs> so how did you how did you actually end up at OU? Um the person who recruited me played for my high school coach when he was in high school. So uh, I guess he came to see what he had reaching into his contacts. Um, I was kind of, you know, hot at the time. So, you know, introduced us, ended up setting up the visit, uh, went on a visit, got the offer. That was um, pretty much my first offer. And they offered me before my senior year. So it was just that security of, you know, going into school, knowing I'm going to college. Yeah. Uh, it was a, a big thing. And there's, there's the first people to offer me. So that's kind of, I just felt like it was just a good feeling. Because um, I ended up being all state in Texas, but like none of the big schools offered me, like AM, Texas, and nothing like that. So <laughs> it was one of them things. I, now, and, and that recruiting process is always, it's pretty bizarre. I, you know, I was actually, I got recruited by OU as well to play baseball. And, um, I just remember going down there and cause their big pitch was that a F- Mike Schmidt, who was like a, you know, a hall of fame baseball player had played there. So that was like, well, Mike Schmidt played here. And so, you know, so, oh, okay. <laughs> but right. you know, like they're always trying to find those inroads to like, um, to get, was Solich at OU yet? Um, no, he came in when I'm um, like my last two years. I think. Okay. I mean, it was personal my last two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, did you study? I mean, this is always an interesting question to me because I'm I'm a professor at Virginia Commonwealth, and I've actually started um, a program here called Art and Athletics, and it so it combines kind of talking about what we're talking about now. But did you study any art while you were in school? Um, I mean, not for undergrad. After football, I went to the Art Institute. Yeah. Um, in Miami, and I went to the Beverly Hills Design Institute um, in Los Angeles. So, yeah. I mean, I have in my lifetime. But as far as when I got started, nah, my whole thing was uh, I was big into hip-hop, and then I just had friends who could draw. So, you know, you have these friends who just can draw stuff. Yep. But my whole thing started from more abstract and, uh, yeah, like just hip-hop music focuses on art and designing shirts. So, I, like, made this jersey from my line right now. I mean, um, but yeah, so we was just designing t-shirts, but they we would only sell them to each other. Yeah. So yeah, some of friends. And then no, I, that, I, I actually think that that's I I respect that even more that you're doing it in your time as opposed to doing it in school. Like sometimes I think, you know, as a teacher, this is probably blasphemous to say, but sometimes I think school kind of stifles creativity, which is weird to say, but it's it. Um, Sometimes well, it gets in the way. Yeah, it makes a lot of people um, think it's only one way to achieve things. So to like the the process, I think that's where, especially from a creative, is like, no, we have to do it this way because this is how it's so shown, and that's like a way. And then you know, what I'm saying it may even be the way, but it's still a way. Yep. Like you know, what I'm saying so that's why I saw it as. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it went back to the whole thing is I couldn't get too deep into the art thing because it would always kind of lead to some type of intervention like people was really yeah you know and um especially you know as you become more uh prominent in football you get more of the means to pursue your stuff so the thing became more of an issue not an issue but it was a thing that people would bring up so yeah when i got on my time that was the 
first thing I did is like, let's go to art school. Let's see what's up. Let's uh, kind of chill on football right now. Did you, this guy. did you, did you feel, I mean, obviously, you know, like one of the things we talk about a lot is, is obviously creativity is good for mental health and, and like relieving stress and anxiety. Like, so you, you were very aware, like while you were playing football that like writing, you know, music or, or writing in general or, or creating art is like a good way to bring it down. And I always think it's weird that coaches don't like get onto that and, and understand that that's actually in terms of performance, it actually might help, help you on the field. You know, I will help a lot. I will help a lot. I think that just, the just got to learn more, have somebody from that background. I haven't had neither. We don't know their backgrounds, but for the most part, as always, I think they think it's competing. So sometimes they don't want like you to run track, but you to also play basketball. Right. Cause they think, Oh, he not going to come back. They always use the excuse that you're going to twist your ankle, but it's deeper than twisting your ankle. I think that they think you might lose a focus, yep. but there are some people who that's what they do. They're going to play track and baseball all year. So, you know what I mean? Every year. But um, yeah, I think there's just an understanding of where it's coming from is the challenge because it would definitely embrace it. And I think some now are though, you know what I mean? Uh, I know when I got on Cincinnati with the Bengals, the, they found out I was doing music, so they hooked me up with some of the other guys on the team. They knew I was doing music, so nice. I can't say that all of them don't. But um, or I had a coach who's like, "Imagine you're on tour, and this is <laughs> like look at this season like it's a tour." <laughs> <laughs> That's true, though, man. I love it. Yeah. But you, so you were on the Bengals for a year, and you also played a couple years in the UFL. Is that? Yeah, yep, uh, UFL, um, arena and all that. So yep. um, after, like, yes, yeah, in the NFL, I was just going back and forth from football to art school, yep. you know, decide that's, what I wanted to do, switch sports. Yeah, but that's um, kind of like that, again, to me, is like that's really cool that you were – you really had that realization of, like, what you wanted to do. And, and knowing when football ended, you actually had, like, this this path that you really knew – this is what I am, you know, I'm a creative person. And, and so like, that's, that's some of the other stuff that, you know, like you and you were doing fashion, you know, like doing t-shirts or, or, or stuff while you were at Ohio university when you continue to do that, but you also, you invented a, um, what I, something for your phone. I can't, I'm trying to find. Like, oh yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> It's a phone finding phone case. And basically, it's a computerized chip that you put either in a phone case or you can attach it to your phone. So on your key file, you press a button, makes an alarm sound up to 100 feet. Yeah, so I created that product and got into an incubator for it, um, I guess, a couple months later in New York. So, yeah, like you said, I was in art school. Uh, doing a band thing. So I started designing shoes, um, working on the shoe line. I was making prototypes. So I learned how to prototype. And then one day I basically lost my phone. And I mean, a lot of people lost their phone. You know, you go outside, inside, outside, inside. So I was like looking in time wise, it was a long time, but I realized I wasn't really going nowhere, but to the car and in the house and to the car and in the house, and to, <laughs> like an hour. So it's just like, I wish I had a way to press a button and find this phone. Like I really screamed that out. <laughs> and I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have that. So I went, and, yeah, first thing I did was try to Google and see if it existed. There wasn't anything that I could buy at that time. And so 
We made the prototype. So I think that's the biggest thing probably came from uh, my art school experience. I learned how to prototype. So that you, was the. Do you have like, cause you're also a CEO and founder of, and I'm going to try to remember the name of the, the company. Um, what is it? Uh, Empire Technologies. Uh, and, and again, like you have all of these creative outlets and this is a weird question because I don't even know if I could answer that, but do you have one that is like your go-to that you feel like the most, uh, I don't want to say comfortable in, but like for lack of a better way to say it, like, you know, like the one that you always go back, is it music? Is it, you know, painting? Is it? Uh, nah, I don't know. Cause I mean, they all come like from me. So yeah. I just, I'm comfortable with all of them. And then the stuff that I'm like a part of the, the process it's just about learning. I can't, it's like some people that play multiple positions, maybe they do like more to, you know what I'm saying? When I play, I just be wanting to be on the field. So that's whatever we got to do. <laughs> and then, or it's like, yeah, I don't have kids, but if you have kids or teammates, kind of like everybody, I can't describe it. When, when it's the time for the, whatever we're doing, like I'm all into it. So that's the one, that's what I like. And I mean, as far as if I created them, you know, I'm this is just the whole level, the level of intimacy as far as what I'm gonna know about it, why I'm gonna like it, you know what I'm saying? And why it's not like a competition. Yeah. So from a painting perspective, it's like having a gallery or something, right? You want all your paintings to be fire. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you do like maybe people do like more one more than other, but personally it would be like because I did them all for a different reason. So I, that's why I can't you couldn't compare them because each one is its own piece like so that's how i look at it well and i think again like you know you being an entrepreneur and i don't think everybody thinks about being an entrepreneur in a creative manner but it is it's completely creative like because you're constantly you have problems you're problem solving like you're figuring out different ways to navigate that space and so again like for me your day has to be just epic <laughs> because like you know whether you're making art whether you're writing music whether you're like you know working with the business like it you know like you're con your your head's constantly firing off like in different different ways of being creative and navigating definitely definitely i mean it's kind of probably like football is one of the things probably more glamorous and retrospective in the moment you know football you're gonna be out there sliding in the mud you know what I mean? <laughs> is that really glamorous? But in retrospect, it is. Yeah, it's just definitely a lot of problem solving, but it's more even just creating relationships and opening the doors, um, you know, finding the most important decision making you need to grow your company and setting up everything. But the creativity definitely comes in how we're going to approach it. Uh, nuances to business models, you know, not only just in the physical design, but um, I think that's some of the ways of, Creativity, um, coming up with different pitches, scripts, yep. uh, hiring processes, just ways of thinking. I think definitely an artistic background, but um, a lot of people who become uh, successful CEOs in the past, uh, especially like baby boomers, they all had like bands or had some type of artistic background. Um, and a lot of successful female CEOs have a athletic background. Like there's a like a large link right now to former female athletes. Yep. going on to build like really uh, successful companies. No. And again, that's, that's one of those things you, you'd said in this, um, in this uh, interview that I read is that 
relationship to athletics and and being creative and how how your athletic background has really helped you as a creative in terms of that I don't want to say aggressiveness, but like you, you, you won't give up. And I think that's as an athlete, that's, you know, that we're, we're trained to do that. Like, you know, whether we get knocked down, well, fuck, we're getting back up. We're not, you know, like you're not going to. And, and I think that that's why I always think that sports is such an important aspect for life because of those, those things that we learn on the field or the court or where, you know, wherever and, and how, how it, plays out it's like i always say to my students you know i i I still work out physically every day but i'm i also work out creatively every day and and i know that my discipline and the creative thing comes from my athletic background like i'm just not i'm not going to be outworked for you know exactly exactly and it's a certain edge to i think in the art or the creative space that you have to have um to fight through to either finish your project or product and then you know to sell it or the showcases, a certain edge you have to have in sports. The biggest thing I picked up from sports yeah, is doing stuff that you don't necessarily want to do because you know it's going to have a good result at some point. So just kind of just doing stuff, whether you want to or not. Um, but creatively, I'm, in the game, you got to make plays. So I play football where they'll call a play, but sometimes that's not the right play or it's other stuff going on. And I do think that there's a level of creativity um that's needed when you see these plays these highlights it's usually not the way it was drawn up on the board you know what i mean <laughs> no <laughs> so they showed a highlight know. the other day on espn i can't oh it was some dude that did a crossover and literally two defenders fell down with him and oh, it, no, it's like it was, it was so but then he missed the shot it was just like he didn't oh. make the bucket it's like you know i mean some i think yeah i got an offensive rebound and still scored but it's like you know it's great it's a yeah, great man. highlight and shit but he like he yeah, didn't man, score he messed up his nft <laughs> yeah banked exactly. on that <laughs> have you have you gotten into nfts in your space um well in the process of so for one of my uh projects we're building out a metaverse opportunity yeah um so we have horizon hover we're making uh hover bikes uh augmented reality but it's also going to be available in the metaverse so we're creating this hover bike racing league people be able to own bikes own teams um and race uh in the metaverse it's killer yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Mean, it's crazy. Like it's just crazy. I have a student in one of my classes doing metaverse stuff, and he's like spray painting stuff and shit. And it's just, it's just wild, you know. Like where, like it's different. It is no. I just like I, I actually think like technology obviously moves so quickly. I'm just wondering what things are going to look like in ten years, if not five years. Um, you know, it, it's it's just interesting. It's it's interesting how what i guess what we think about stuff you know i think you'd said something about art history in one of the things i read and your interest in that and i it's interesting to talk to students now about art history because so many of them like look at instagram and that's almost their art history and it's like well yeah i mean that's also kind of contemporary stuff but how to balance that what's happening now with what happened in the past and and be able to talk about what's going to be in the future it's it's just it's interesting then i can do what i want to do what you want to do
just a short break make sure to follow tj on instagram at tj right underscore art and check out his website horizonhover.com also a reminder to check out the other podcasts on the abstract athlete network the abstract doctors podcast and one man's ethos the tony mandridge podcast now back to tj Born to deliver gotta teach myself to fish i'm on that long john silver the 80s babies getting grown fuck throwing sticks and stones with the shit with no steve because like again like i think what you're doing in so many different ways is pushing forward um creativity and thought and and um and relationships and stuff i mean do you ever think about that stuff like and how like do you live out on the west coast because of technology i know you said you went to school out there but is it is it because that's the hub of like technology as well um, yeah, technology, and I think all the things that I'm bringing to the table, um, it's not really a, seen as a competition or anything. So my entertainment background and then my technology uh, experiences and then through technology um, experiences in the private equity, venture capital, family office space, I think that's a unique skill set that can be uh, highlighted here. You know what I mean? Uh, bridging that link between uh, Silicon Valley, Hollywood, you know, in athletics yep. um, and music. So that's kind of what LA brings to me is, you know, you can do everything you need to do in one space without having to book a flight, without having to, you know, really stretch yourself or anything like that. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's kind of what it is out here. And then obviously oh, the opportunity for creators to actually monetize um, what they're doing. So it's a place to be taken serious as an artist and see other uh, more established people um, in the art space. So then that's one of the biggest things coming from the South is you're not meeting a bunch of people that's uh, taking care of themselves solely through their art or their media or um, any type of creative um, endeavor seem more as a hobby. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that goes back to what, what I was saying earlier and what you were saying about when you were playing football and people looking at you as a creative and it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Do your little fun thing to the side. And it's like, no, actually, this is actually a, it's good for me, you know, for my health and my mental health, but it's also, it's, it, it allows me to think of different things, different ways to respond to things. And it's like, I just, again, like I, that relationship of how things can cross over. Cause you meant, you said something earlier too, about I think no matter what where you end up in life having something as a creative outlet is good like whether it's writing music whether it's painting whether it's writing whatever because wherever you get hired like those those people are going to be looking for you to have that adaptability and creativity again is that space where it allows us to adapt and move forward and think sideways and all that shit. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, um, you know, jobs want people to have lives as well. So it's just showing that you got some type of hobby or something going on, but yeah, it definitely helps you think in different ways, channel stress. And I think most people have to participate in it, feel better um, in any type of create. Cause I think uh, sometimes people think they're not creative. But I think we all are creative. Like yeah, we got to think on our feet. Yeah, Absolutely. you know what I mean. Just in conversation, so 
No, I was I, I I say this on the podcast a lot because I get it from people that don't think they're creative. The response to it, well, I don't even know how to draw a stick figure. And you probably get that as well. And it's like, well, then don't draw yeah. a stick figure. Like, we're not talking about that. Like, think about something you want to do and do it. And it's that's it. Like, it can be origami. It can yep. be anything. Absolutely, absolutely. Be, you know what I mean? Yep. That's because that's the good thing about art. And people don't even understand. You can be developing your art, especially with contemporary art, right? It could be yep anything. I don't know. Hanging PlayStation controllers from the ceiling. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, so I always like to know, and for me, it feels like it was pretty smooth and we kind of touched on it earlier, but that, that kind of transition when football ended for you, um, oh, it was, yeah, no, nah, it actually wasn't smooth. Ours was a result of a lot of different things. So I ended up getting injured, um, and spent a lot of time where the doctor was decided whether I needed surgery, oh. couldn't have surgery. So it was just an extended period, um, <clears throat> you know, in pain or whatever, turned my opportunity to try to get onto another team into another season because of the time of the surgery. And, uh, yeah, I just spent a lot of time sitting around. <laughs> and uh, so I got more serious about art school because they had this um, – so I had a catheter on my leg and I, could, I had to sit around because I couldn't move because it was like, you just got to sit here. Like, that's the only way it could heal. It's no surgery or whatever. Yep. And uh, they used to watch the History Channel. So that's kind of what, yeah, that was the only, because daytime TV was all soap operas. So, yeah, I forgot how boring TV was until that time. I was like, man, TV is terrible. That's <laughs> like, great. That's great. Man, what? Yeah, and so every day they would just show, like, all this. So that's how I got into art history. All this art, and especially stuff on, like, the French Revolution kept coming on. And I was just seeing the correlation between the, time periods and the type of art. So when the wars were going on, the art was way more darker, like as far as the scenes I was painting versus other times, it was more peaceful that's going for like perfection. That was painting more like Greek gods and stuff like that. Um, so that's kind of how I got into that because like I said, um, somebody was rapping, you know what I'm saying? was kind of seeing that link too. Okay, so the dark elements, so art kind of, does imitate what's going on or it does imitate life. So the light or the dark of the art is a parallel to what's going on in society. That's how I really got sucked down that rabbit hole. Anyway, yeah, once I healed up or somewhere and I made the decision I was going to go to art school just to kind of get away from football because, like I said, the injury experience had really, like, there's a lot to deal with. Like, you plan and you're not playing. They say you got to have surgery. You don't have to have surgery. You do have to have surgery. That's different times. There's a lot going on. So I moved to Miami. <laughs> and yeah, then I was on art school. I mean, that was cool. It was definitely interested in a different view. Um, and then from there, I was I ended up getting to the UFL. So sometimes my phone would ring. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yo, you ready? <laughs> Trying to play football. Yo, you, you know what I mean? Uh I got a little bit out of shape at that point, though. I, I wasn't really working out like that, but, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I would go back and forth to football. But I wouldn't call it a smooth transition. It wasn't just like as soon as I finished, I knew what I was going to do. I was um, <clears throat> It's just once you play football, it's like it's hard to think that you're not good at something else that you want to do. 
So it's hard to be like, well, let me just, um, you know, go be the crossing guard right now. I guess, you know what I mean? So it's not that easy, like what people think. <clears throat> but it's like, so that's kind of what it was like for me. It's like, well, if I just could play for that, then, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to go see what's up on this side. So, and like I said earlier, like, you know, especially that you're from Texas, you have that, you're, you're a football player. That's who you are. That's your definition. You're like, you're defined as that, that person. And, and it's, uh, you know, and I've said this before for me, when I quit playing baseball, even like to a certain extent when in high school, when I quit playing football, you know, like there's there's a loss of, I say there's a loss of identity because I, that's the way that I felt like I was an athlete, like, and I didn't know what I was beyond that. And, and so like when, for me, when I quit playing baseball, it was like, I was lost and I ended up, you know, joining a, joining a band and singing, but I was working shitty jobs. I had no like kind of path of sorts and, um, and it was my mom actually that said, why don't you go back to art school? And I, yep. it was like one of those, I never even considered that, even though like I knew that's what I did, but it was like something. And again, I don't know if it was the blocking thing for me that I couldn't be an artist and an athlete or what. And, but it was just kind of life-changing that I finally go, Oh, this is, this is also what I'm, I'm an athlete and an artist, you know, and it's not either, or it's both. And, and I exactly. think in some extent, I think all of us are both, you know, like everybody works out physically, not everybody, but you know what I mean? Like, but it's also like you said earlier, like we're all creative and it's like, we all are our own definition of an artist and an athlete. Yeah. And you can't practice or do anything exclusively 24 hours. I think it's just the, the idea of and different from the reality but yeah, we all are athletes. We all are artists. Um, and like I say, because we're not even thinking about the creative ways we solve problems in our daily life. Yep. But as far as for physically doing stuff, yeah, I think, you know, we can do things that don't have necessarily have to be drawing. There's a lot of abstract opportunities to create art. You can, you know, express mood and feeling in a many different platforms. Yep. So, yeah, I'm definitely agree with you um in that aspect and you know i just try to <clears throat> encourage people to, to think about that um participate in some of these things in their free time uh, and as far as the football thing yeah it's just your identity gets overshadowed um but once it's done yeah you start to remember all the stuff you used to do outside of football that you was good at yep. you know what i mean like yeah so creativity definitely will come back and it's a good way to to express the good and the bad of some of those uh, memories. So I'm uh, going to be doing some sports-related themes uh, coming up. So it's been a, definitely a good way to, for me to reconnect. The, the stuff you put in the uh, smocks and jocks, um, is that with a – with a because they, they feel very um, – they feel emotional, but they feel like really um, based on light and kind of v- like how the viewer – engages with it like really beautiful Mm -hmm. work i mean again i'm only looking at it as a as an image but it's really beautiful work um how did you like how did you come upon that is it just a matter of a process of of messing around with different 
different stuff. Uh, so yeah, thank you. Um, now, nah, so it was just a, a vision. So I guess uh, you know everything first started with a picture, but I just kept having this picture just uh, painting. At first, it was gonna be this huge red painting with just a glowing red. Uh, like stop sign, something the size of a stop sign. It was supposed to, it was gonna signify the heart. And this is called a beating heart. But I originally wanted to do this piece where it was gonna have a infinite beating until it stops. So something battery operated that could just continue to blink. Yep. Um, and then when I did the first run, I didn't like the way it looked. So then it became a different experimental process to see how we wanted to do the lights and just creating different techniques. But it was kind of like a planned series. So like um, a lot of my pieces are like scripts. So you know in football, you script your plays. So yeah, I kind of like, yeah, the scripts are like a series that I wanted to explore. <clears throat> um, and so that's kind of how that came about. And that was just one of the ones. Yeah. No, it's I, like I said, man, it was like one of those pieces when I like went through that, through that list. I was like, I was like, damn, this is like, killer looking piece so it's it, you know, again it's like it's one of those things that i think really stands out um and i like that idea of th how you're thinking about like that again that relationship to sports like scripting out like the first 10 plays of the game or whatever you know like yeah. it become that becomes like really interesting to me about how people think i have a i have a buddy that i've actually had on the podcast that's a, a singer of a hip-hop group and he said that his group, it's the the group is called the Photosynthesizers, and he says that okay. his group it. actually, um, it's a great name in it. That yeah. they 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 plan out how how they play their their shows like a game, like quarters or or halves or you know whatever, because they'll you know like they want to hit hit people first that first quarter they want to hit them first and then the second quarter they want to kind of get into the groove of the show and then third quarter they come back out and then they want to end the fourth quarter you know it's like so they literally plan out their set list like it's a football game or, or a basketball game and i was like That's yeah really wild no i show you how to think yep sports kind of is about organization like yep i mean it's not separate from a separate function of society it's just a sorry i feel like it's a primary function within how we operate in our ecosystem. So, I, you know, I've learned a lot of basic templates that can be translated yep. um, in the many situations. Like they were saying, scripting, organized, because yeah, the better teams you're on, they're going to be extremely organized. So there's really a lot of logistics, you know, inside the business of sports, because we are all in the business of it even as a player we just don't know what role we playing yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. so who's this is a question i always ask people um but like who are like some people that are inspiring to you um you know they don't have to be like truly mentors or you know they could be people you've never met um it can be sports world art world business world um it can be really anybody but like somebody that like you know motivated yeah people that's truly inspiring man i think yeah just all the successful people in the vague sense um i guess more specifically on the celebrity side would be probably like elon musk you got like kanye what he's doing um you know creatively uh you know lebron I miss a lot of people, but really just everyday people, you know, that's kind of 
Los Angeles, living in LA, all the people that's out here that's super creative, trying to like do their thing. Um, that's inspiring. Um, <clears throat> you know, my family is inspiring to me. Uh, but yeah, I guess from that perspective, yeah, and just all of us, whatever you say on your top 10, they like, yo, name your top five, <laughs> all those people. Because yeah. yeah, I mean, you get to see what, what you're trying to do or a glimpse of it. Um, so, you know, I threw out some names, but it's like too many if I really thought about it, because I try to <clears throat> take something, you know, from everywhere and, you know, moving forward. Well, and, and uh, again, like for me, it, it it probably is super difficult for you because you plan so many spaces. Like, I love the Elon right. Musk response because of what he does technologically, but, all, you know, like creatively and and you know just how he's navigating space literally space and um and i don't know like i mean is that something do you like projecting forward like what how do how do you like envision i'm going to say your brand because it, it like you're you like have multiple brands under one brand as far as i'm concerned like you're you know like you're a fine artist you're a designer you're a musician you're a, a business owner like how do you like do you see all those moving forward kind of under that umbrella of you and 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 what like what do you envision in the next you know 20 years or whatever yeah, so um, it's a portfolio on the ecosystem. So within that ecosystem is also going to be an um, education platform. So raising my profile as an individual um, entrepreneur to help train and um, inspire the next generations for the future as, as it's coming. Um, so you know, in the past, uh, well, recently I've got connected with uh, family offices who are acquiring companies based on the theory that, you know, the baby boomer turnover is real right now. So we're entering a whole new wave and cycle of entrepreneurs that need to showcase themselves. Um, Cause you know, we saw problems, solving problems, how you get money. So the next generation of the world's problems need to be solved, you know, more by the citizens than relying on outside sources through uh, the business world. So the ultimate goal is to create this ecosystem. So they all kind of do um, interact um, you know, that'd be a different conversation to explain, but everything is kind of interrelated. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> my goal in the next 20 years is to grow, yeah, to grow the company and increase employment um, and then train as we move to automation. So help society um, as many people as I can <clears throat> be ready to adapt to the upcoming uh, business of automation and how that's going to affect um, jobs that are currently being done. So we don't have to be displaced <clears throat> if we just become uh, retrained. Yeah. No, so yeah, I'm a futurist because that's what I feel like the opportunities are. So, you know, turnovers <clears throat> in society create new players, right? The NFT space development created new players, new winners. Um, going back to the Wild Wild West, you know, it created <laughs> new winners. Yeah. So, you know, those concepts that are so-called blue oceans. Um, it's kind of, you know, <clears throat> one of the things I, you know, I like. Yep. Now I, it is, it is kind of like, there's so many things right now that are the wild, wild West in a lot of ways, which I think is awesome in some ways. Uh, it's, 
you know, like the NIL world is, is wild, wild west. Um, yeah. NFTs are like wild, wild west right now because still nobody knows. I don't, I don't think anybody's ever been able to explain to me ex- like the best way to explain an NFT. Even yeah, the, just- I, I, I get it for the most part, but it's like, nobody can ever say this is what an NFT is. So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a funny space, but it's also, I think it's, you know, like the way that you think about stuff as you know, like you said, you're a futurist. Um, is that what you said? And like, because we always have to like be thinking for like things evolve, like whether, whether people like things or not, like things are moving forward, folks. Like this is how it, how it goes. It's always been like this, you know, it's, I think the fear for so many people is again, technology is moving so fast. They don't know how to keep up. And it's, you know, it's, it's just part of the, part of the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely is. And you know, right now, I mean, I think the world's always been like that with our connectivity, interconnectivity, I think it creates, it should create opportunities to take less pressure off of that because, you know, you're the, somebody's target market or not with the technology thing, you don't have to be so pulled by it. I think it's more of a push from the, the user as well because it, it's a business, so the business technology won't, you know what I'm saying, thrive unless it's got the active participation of the user. So, yep. you know, less people should don't have to be so. Because I know, yeah, it take, it can be intimidating to a lot of people, but it's something else you just got to think about because you interact with it all the time. So for us to have this, we match with some level of tech, for them to watch this tech, blah, blah, blah. So. Yep. I I assume you were rooting for the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the, the playoffs this year, actually, the, this is the best playoffs I've ever seen. I mean, just as, as yeah, a whole. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm an Ohio guy, but don't have any affiliation to the Bengals. I'm a Seahawk fan. I don't know. What, I, I'm old school, old school, uh, you know, Kurt Warner and, and Jim Zorn guy but i i wanted the okay. Bengals Bengals to win pretty badly like, because they had a lot of they had a lot of buckeyes on the team by the way i represent yeah. Indeed. <laughs> okay. um and so but do you like do you keep up with with sports in general like do you like you know nba yeah, yeah definitely especially in general yeah i keep up with sports you know what i'm saying it's something i'm passionate about it's yeah. something i love so yeah i definitely still watch it still got opinions on it um try to keep up yeah uh as much as possible yeah but especially in the general sense yeah 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 um and then you know like as a musician i uh first of all like if you have a song by the way that we could use for the podcast feel free to send me a file if you want if not okay um, yeah i'll i'll write something because i usually just write music for each episode um but like who, like, yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Then that'd be epic. I love that when it's like, when I have people on that actually have their own music. Um, like you mentioned, um, I think you mentioned Jay-Z earlier, but you also mentioned Kanye. Is that, is that kind of like the music guys that you really like look up to? Cause for me, Jay-Z, I, I, he might, I think he's kind of the top of the hip hop. Now that's, that's me being a little bit old school, um, but I think he's kind of the top of the, the hip hop food chain of all time. Uh, I had like a discussion with somebody the other day, one of my students actually about between, uh, Kanye and Drake and 
it becomes a funny discussion, but, but I, I, no, I think, I mean, Jay-Z to me is like kind of the one that he, he kind of showed like the, the entrepreneurial side of being a hip hop artist. Like, I mean, like the guy is a legend. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. He definitely showed what you could, you know, taking your talent and making it a platform uh, for yourself and then creating that springboard um, and really perfecting that, taking it to the next level of the artist himself. So, you know, um, they had the fat form way before that, like Russell Simmons and Puffy, you know, I did it. Master P is an interesting, yeah. Yeah, yeah Master he's, P. He's down, he's from Texas, isn't he? Um, Like uh, Louisiana. Oh, he so is? Like I thought he was from Texas for some reason. Uh, he I think also... he went to his, like, U of H or something, but then we spent a lot of time there. Uh, you know, I think that to blow his music up, he was a little bit everywhere. Yeah. So, uh, He's an interesting dude too, artists. because he played, he played in the G league for a minute, or I guess it would have been, what? it wasn't the G league back then, but he played like the basketball league. Um, there was like minor league basketball for a minute. And he said so he was a baller. Yeah. yeah. He played the Raptors and the Hornets. Yep. So he played in the NBA. Yep. Yeah, nah, it's like what he did is just crazy when you think about it. Yeah, like as far as getting it done in all cylinders, really touching that NBA court and yep. really doing it um, as an artist. Yeah, that's that's what's up. And, you know, he played for two different teams, so it wasn't like a fluke or nothing, you <laughs> no know shit. what I mean? Yeah. No shit. Well, dude, I you know, again, I'm just glad I got to meet you because, again, for me, it's like you epitomize everything that we're – we like talking about like that, that relationship between, you know, art and athletics and, and again, just your, your creativity in so many different spaces, I think is just, I I think it's just incredible. You know, like it, you know, for me, it's like, I I just imagine your brain never turns off. (laughs) You know, I hopped up pretty early this morning Um, getting started, but yeah, I mean, it's a fun thing. It used to like, be overwhelming thinking like that, um, especially when you're like a kid, but I feel like I've made the most of it and um, it's interesting. So I'm involved in things I like to do. So yep. that's been the biggest yep. um, plus. And yes, yeah, you don't get to have to think like that because you'll be served with challenges every day. So Absolutely, that's what you man. think you like. Absolutely. Yeah, dude, I, that, that's, uh, you know, it's like I always, that, that stupid phrase that they always say, you know, stay curious. Like for me, like you, you are that person, like you're curious, like, and again, if you think of something you want to do, you do it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that energy. Like, I mean, I, you know, you're, you're somebody and I'll, and I might, I might circle back to you at some point in time that I think it'd be cool to have you as, as a visiting artist or visiting guest lecturer in one of my art and athletics classes, because again, oh, that'd be dope. Yeah. You, you speak to all these things that I think are inspiring to not just students, but to everybody, because, you know, it's just like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this and, and, and I'm moving forward and I'm, and, and, you know, you're, everybody else is playing checkers and you're playing chess, you know, and it's, 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 it's just cool to see. And like I said, for me, it's, it's, I get, I'm lucky that I get to do the podcast that I get to meet people like you. Um, because I do think, you know, of we do, we do exhibitions and we do different things. And I think I'd love to have you involved in, in some of our exhibitions coming up. 
Um, we actually have one up in Phoenix right now, if you ever get down to Phoenix in the next month. Um, okay. But, um, but I think, you know, like it's, it's also, we're, um, we're building or we, we bought land in Montana for the idea of doing an artist athlete residency. And I think you'd be like, again, a perfect person to have out there as somebody that can deal, do with workshops and, and talk to these people that come into the space about both sides, you know, uh, the, the artist side and the athlete side and the connections and, and how they like motivated you and moved your life forward, you know? So it's, it, to me, it's just like, it's, it's just re- it, like, again, I always, I say this to like so many people I have on here, but it's, it's so cool for me to get to meet people like you because I think you are inspiring and drive these things forward, life forward. Appreciate that. Yeah. And I'm down for all that. So yeah, just hit me up. Cool. We can definitely make, make that happen. But yeah, I definitely appreciate that. That's definitely what I'm trying to do. And it's great to connect with other people on that wave. So yep. yeah, I'm always down. And like I said, I think I said that to you, my nephew actually went to OU and I think he remembers you playing. He actually worked in the athletic department and the, yeah, no, it's crazy. And, and then, uh, I think, I think I mentioned Gerald Moore, who was a DB at OU. I yep. think he's a couple of years after you. Um, but he, uh, yeah. He was a badass too. Like, so we got all these bobcats like flying around. <laughs> yeah, we came up now. We're definitely all over. Definitely, definitely got a good run with some DBs up in there. Yeah. Like six, seven, eight year run or something. Yep. No, I think he went on to play with the Jets for a minute and he's doing a lot of great stuff. Um, he's actually in Columbus now. Uh, doing a lot of great stuff in an entrepreneurial sense. Um, so okay. again, like it's just it's badass to like I, I should put you two together. Like, you know, yeah. connect, connect the Bobcats. <laughs> so, well, dude, again, thank you. Send, send me the music. Um, I'll get this out in a couple of weeks and, and I'll get you some of the uh, promo videos and, um, and, and some pictures and stuff to put out on social media. But this is just a blast, man. Like, cause again, I, I, I just see us connecting and doing different things in the future. And, um, I'm excited about that and just really, um, really love what you're doing in all senses. And as a painter, I love, I love that work that you had in that, um, in the smocks and jocks. Thing, so. Oh, thank you. So yeah, definitely. All right. We appreciate it. Cool, man. All right. Be well, enjoy your floor, your California weather, man. Cool, brother. All right. Be well. Just love talking to TJ. Uh, he's such an inspiring dude. So much energy, so much passion for everything he is doing. He's really kind of a visionary and a true definition of an entrepreneur. He's doing some really incredible things from music to design to art. Really looking forward to seeing what uh, the future holds for him. Again, make sure to follow TJ on Instagram at TJWright underscore art and check out his website, horizonhover.com. Remember to check out the other podcasts on the Abstract Athlete Network, the Abstract Doctors Podcast, and One Man's Ethos, the Tony Mandridge Podcast. 
Thank you for listening to the Abstract Athlete Podcast. Stop by our website, theabstractathlete.com, and our social media outlets for future events and news. Thank you. We will see you next week. And as always, do not forget to exercise the body and do not forget to exercise the mind. Stay well out there. Hangover, get a dollar off of four quarters, now it's game over. Hating ways, Lord, forgiving this other way. Got the peanut gallery choking on popcorn for days. Imagine they even hating and pig, and like it's Nate, only TJ the rape.